couple of entertainment notes here. One, I keep on seeing this stuff from Arnold Schwarzenegger. This new docuseries is on Netflix today. That's good marketing. Yeah, they keep leaking stuff out. Yesterday, late in the program, garbage time, we were talking about, what did he say yesterday? Schwarzenegger, oh, he said that how badly he had hurt Maria when he fathered a child with the maid, Mm -hmm. which, of course, is true. And... I had some people say that that new show he's in, Fubar, is a fun ride. Biggie said he watched it. It's pretty mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. So Schwarzenegger said, uh, let's see if Biggie can guess, uh, who did producers originally want to play the Terminator in the original Terminator in 1984, but he didn't get the job at the last minute because he was too well-liked to be a killing machine. 1984? 1984. Man, that could be a few people. That could be anyone from Burt Reynolds to Eddie Murphy. I'll give you a major hint. Uh, more known as an athlete, has done some movies. There. OJ. OJ Simpson. Yeah. Big, you know, Biggie was yeah. close. Yeah, that's right. But he, they wanted him, so they thought OJ can play it, and he did test screenings and so forth, and they thought, nope, we need somebody more menacing who is believable to have killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Well. And look what happened to OJ. You know yeah. what I mean? Time passes. Of course. Let me say this. This is like uh, the ripple effect or whatever. If OJ becomes the Terminator, A, do we know Arnold Schwarzenegger the way we know him now? B, is the movie as big a hit? And C, is Nicole Brown Simpson alive or dead? You know, it's like you could do all that. Who knows Man. where it goes? You know, what if he became- that sounds like a job for either chat GPT or an edible. <laughs> if I was on an edible right now, we'd talk about that for two hours. Oh, because you could go so many different places. Golly, I cannot wait to see my oh, friend who's in the movie business and in edibles. <laughs> Man. Yeah, yeah you're going yeah, oh. to blow his mind with this one. We're going to do an edible, and I'm going to say, listen to this. Is, is Twins ever made? <laughs> is Danny DeVito Danny DeVito? <laughs> yes. What a great mm-hmm. – these questions mm-hmm. are unbelievable. What of kindergarten cop? <laughs> oh, would we, have get, would we have gotten that tumor line? Yeah. I don't think so. I will tell you, in this new show that he's in, they do kind of make fun of his movies in a way. That's fair. There's that's some funny. lines in there where he's, at one point he does, yo, get to the chopper. Oh, does he? Huh. Yeah, that's and funny. he mentions Danny DeVito. He's like, I love that little guy. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. So he kind of mentions his old stuff. But that's th- cool. That's, I mean, it's a fun show. I don't think Terminator would be as big a hit with O.J. Simpson. I think that Arnold Schwarzenegger is so iconic in that role although you know terminator when terminator came out i didn't see it i didn't care but i looked at it and thought that looks cheesy and you know the effects aren't good and my friend who you call fonzie who's cooler than can be oh yeah yeah he told oh, me he was first well he told me at lunch in middle school he's like well in terminator this and that i said i haven't seen it and he goes you haven't seen terminator oh my god his parents ran a video story he's like we're going after school today we're getting the video and we're oh. watching period and we did and i liked it but then when t2 came out Oh, blow your mind. T2, blow your mind. So anyway, as the production moved forward, no one thought O.J. Simpson would be believable as a killing machine. So they thought, what about this guy who had very limited acting experience and barely spoke English? And James Cameron said, perfect. Yeah, that's our robot. That's our guy. Mm -hmm. Unknown, and let's put him in there. That's our android or whatever. Look how it worked. It worked out beautifully. Here's the thing now that uh, more and more people are doing that I believe, I think we're right, that Dave Aiken pioneered it. It's putting uh, cl- closed captioning up on television shows, even though they're already in English, because you can't understand what they're saying. Uh, it started for me with The Crown. We had to put them up. I, I couldn't understand what they Dave, I, th- I think Dave was the first person I heard doing he, the closed captioning, he, and it's usually for series that are produced mm-hmm. outside the U.S. 
He said the crown, which he's right. And then uh, a lot of people did it for Game of Thrones because it was so quiet you couldn't hear what they were saying. And also had accents huh. with it, you know. Mm-hmm. I've become kind of a closed caption yeah. person myself. Yeah, right. I, I don't mm-hmm. know when it happened or why, but it's just there now. And some now sometimes Sad. I'll turn it off. I know. <laughs> but other times I just leave it and let it go. But it but doesn't it mess up the picture? How do you Yeah, I'll tell you what happened to me. You're you're stuck reading and you don't watch That's the problem. I mean, obviously there have been movies that are made with closed caption. <laughs> and here's the problem for me. When you're watching on closed caption, a lot of times the caption will come up a half a beat before they say it, and you're like, oh, I'm, you know, it kind of spoils it for you a little bit, just well, for a second. I will say, know. some shows and networks are much better than others. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, sometimes. And it's pretty smart now where it'll either drop it, you know, sometimes it'll be at the top and we'll move it to the bottom. Mm-hmm. It knows, but some networks are really behind or really, I kind of find it funny too when they really get something wrong, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. misspell something or type completely different from what they what said they say. yeah i'll tell you uh i'll tell you what happened with me with succession in the finale first and this happens sometimes for whatever reason the captions came on without me telling it to and i said we gotta get rid of this because i didn't want i didn't want any kind of spoiler stuff you know like i just said like it comes up two seconds before and i couldn't figure out how to get rid of how many buttons do you have to hit to get it on? So, well, it's different for different. It's, it's every one of them is different. It's so annoying. It's and you never know if it's coming from like uh, Successions on HBO Max, and I didn't know if they had put the captions up or if my Apple TV. Yeah, I, I think it's by HBO Max because there's they're one of the ones the that bridge. I don't so frustrated. I don't like because it does come a little early. A little early. So yeah, uh, at the end of Succession, and Biggie knows this. It's like 10 minutes to go in the whole show, the series finale. And they're having a vote to see who who controls the whole company. It's come, I mean, it's five years we've been waiting for this, mm-hmm. okay? And there's a pivotal, pivotal vote. And my wife said, we've got to get rid of this captioning because it was coming up a second and a half too early. <laughs> and it took me a half hour. We had to pause the show. It took me a half hour to figure out, okay, and finally got rid of the captioning. Oh, that is so, this is like a, a peek into your retirement years. Exactly. And this all makes sense then. Exactly. exactly. This all makes sense mm-hmm. because... I texted you, have you watched Succession? Yes. And he texted me back and he said, 20 minutes left in it. Right. <laughs> so I said, okay. I didn't say anything else because I was like, I know in 20 minutes yeah. he's going to text me. Yeah. One hour later. That's right. Amazing. <laughs> took and I'm me like, that long. Did he must have had to stop or took something? took me that long yeah. to find all the ways to get rid of the captures. Mm. So annoying. It, must, it all makes sense now. Oh, I saw, actually my wife saw an interview with the creator of Succession and he was asked about the dialogue in Succession because it's really top-notch. I mean, the, it's really, really good. And he says the key to it is when you get, and I think this is true, incredibly rich and powerful people, okay? The richest person with all the power speaks the least. He's fine with, and that's the main character, mm. you know, uh, played by Brian Cox, who now is, he's a voice is everywhere. He's on mm-hmm. McDonald's commercials mm-hmm. now. And he says, Brian Cox had the least dialogue because he's in charge. He doesn't mind awkward silence. He's he's in charge. Then the kids who are vying for the company speak more than he does. And then the total underlings who are like complete losers, Biggie will know, Tom and Greg, they're constantly talking. And he's like, if you're wanting the power and you want just a foot in the door, you talk, 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 talk. And you're uncomfortable with. I mean, you are uncomfortable with silences. Oh, yeah. You see how much I talk? You don't like a silence. I don't like a silence. I feel it. I feel it with a talk, a wheeze.
You know, mm-hmm. I'll come a in. guffaw, a guffaw, <laughs> a laugh that's not real. Yeah, that's fine. That's mm-hmm. why uncomfortable. An, an agreement with something you don't agree. Uncomfortable. With. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wait till we get to the live golf tour. Uh, you you talk about talking about stuff I don't know anything about. <laughs> I'll be talking in an man. hour. Oh man, we'll be all over. The, the I, only one doing more talking is the PGA Tour commissioner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he seems uncomfortable. Yeah, you mm-hmm. think? I have my thoughts. Uh, uh, we're not. It's not, on the, it's not on the grid. It's not on the grid yet. But I'll tell you, I have my thoughts on that. On mm-hmm. the uh, get in line PGA and. It starts with the players, apparently. <laughs> it does. <laughs> what I'll, the? I'll bet it does. More soft copy. Al Pacino, as you know, is having another child. He's 83. Caught by the paparazzi out on a walk. His, uh, the, the baby's mother is 29? Yes. He's 54 years her senior. That's the biggest gap we've seen in a while. I th- Maybe ever, mm-hmm. as far as famous people go. Except for, especially having a baby. Now, Anna Nicole Smith and her husband were long, many years apart. Bigger separation, I think, in years, yeah. but they never had a child. No baby. This girl is 29. He's 83. She's been with Mick Jagger and some mm-hmm. others. So Al Pacino is walking with another man, uh, chatting with him, and TMZ is there. Oh. They've got the paparazzi. This is near Pacino's house in Beverly Hills. He's walking down the street, taking a stroll. So, of course, the woman comes up to him and says, oh, Congratulations. Tell us about the baby. Hi. How are you doing? I wanted to say congratulations on becoming a father again. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> How does it feel? Feels. Well, you know, it feels like it, 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 it always did, you know. Exciting? Well, I've had it too. Yes, it's very special, you know. Yeah. yeah I well, guess. <laughs> always has been. I've got many kids. Ah, there's a uh, man who can't wait. He cannot. Don't you just wish he could be honest? <laughs> no, this is not special. Mm-hmm. I stupidly thought that I was past my prime. Of course, could no longer. Because that's mm-hmm. why I had to, you know, he's had the DNA tag because he said I got to have a DNA tag. Yeah, to make sure. Because he said I thought uh, I was done. I didn't think I could do this. 84. Yeah, but he can't say that. Yeah. Because I think what he thinks is, oh, man, especially being Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I'll be long dead, probably the kids going to see these interviews of me, yep. and I have to pretend like I'm excited. Right. But in reality, he's like, God, no, of course, of course. Yeah, how much interact? How much parenting will he? When this child is five, how much parent at age eighty eight? Yeah, is he going to be doing? I Who mean, knows? that's what he's probably going to have to. <laughs> Take on some work, <laughs> you know. You think, you think, you well, think he uh, saved his money? You well, think so, maybe. I, I don't know how much he. I'm sure he's worth a ton, mm-hmm. but he might have to. You know, we've seen a lot of good actors all of a sudden take on <laughs> some pretty bad work. Well, uh, Robert De Niro, which and he also has a new baby. He's mm-hmm. done some bad movie roles. Yeah. And they both have tons of kids at a huge separation. Well, look, that, that's clearly him just shuffling down the sidewalk. He was. Yeah. Yeah, out, he was. Probably out for a walk going, what am I doing? Well, De Niro didn't become, I'm sorry, not De Niro. Hmm. Isn't Junior. it Pacino? It didn't become a father until he was 50. Is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, wow. his kids are mm-hmm. you know, well younger than he is anyway. Yeah. They're, they're ger- generations apart. Whereas De Niro has kids age 56 all the way yeah. down to a mm-hmm. month. You know, that's what he's got, which is... Even uh, what a wide disparity. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine having a fifty? You're fifty six and your brother's a month old, or your oh. sister's a month old. How crazy! I is mean, that? I guess you grow up differently. Like yeah. I thought of his kids because he's got two with Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah, and I was like, but I was like, well, they've probably grown up though. Yeah, in Hollywood and are used to this mm-hmm. kind of thing, so it's not such a big deal. Maybe mm-hmm. so. That's right. 
One more piece of uh, soft copy, and it has to do with the Rolling Stones. They have teamed up with Keurig coffee makers. That was Biggie's jam at one point, Keurig. Yeah, I mean, it's still a great coffee maker. I, I just, like uh, Keurig. I do. Why? I'll tell you why. <laughs> I made hot chocolate with it. Oh, that's right. And I loved it because it was single serve. Uh, I'm pretend to be an environmentalist, but I didn't mind all the plastic. Mm-hmm. I, I just was like, I mean, I didn't think about that. I'm getting ready to get possibly a Toyota Land Cruiser. And people have told yeah. me, uh, you obviously don't give a rat's about the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is an older mm-hmm. Toyota Land Cruiser. Haters going to hate. Exactly. Yeah. Haters mm-hmm. going to hate. And I loved, in the hot chocolate, it, the, the taste was like plastic, which I liked. Aww. Remember that? It had that plastic aftertaste. And I thought, mm, this, mm-hmm. this, this is little, what I'm looking for. It's a little something that I enjoyed. Nonetheless, uh, they've come up with something called the Start Me Up Iced Coffee Kit, as they've <laughs> teamed with Keurig. <laughs> Chris Tibbs calling it the second worst merger of the day. <laughs> I mean, at least the golf is knocking this embarrassment yeah. off, the, off the front pages. I don't know. I'm interested. Uh, I hope nobody told uh, wait, wait till Keith finds out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what? We signed on to what? We're doing iced coffee now? Uh, $139.99 for a custom-designed K-Ice brewing machine emblazoned with Start Me Up on one side and the lips and tongue logo on the other side. (laughs) I'm in!